One time on Sword of Symphonies, our captain played an accordion number for a demon as a backing track to the story the demon was telling him. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, there was a rodeo rider on a giant eagle bird thing, and it was rad. She's going to take her jacket and try to put it over the bird's eyes, like create a blindfold. I would once again like to reiterate what could possibly go wrong. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, the crew dug up some buried treasure. No, look at this moss. It's attached to a shovel. <laughs> look, I love all three of you, but Tissa is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of Sword of Symphonies is the majesty of the spellcasting. Brilliant carnival. Starlight stars. Flying shark. Knife pain. <laughs> Fry's bolt. So if you'd like seafaring adventure, a lot of game design talk, music written in-house, and a lot of whatever that was just now, join us every week on Sword of Symphonies. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Fellowship, second edition by Jacob Randolph. This is the Guild. I am your overlord, Dennis Veray, and with me I've got some players and their characters. I'm Logan, and I'm playing Mork the Orc. Uh, hi, I'm Kashan, and I play Lil Willie. I'm Adam Visconti, and I'm playing Baldrick Trotter. Hi, I'm Jesse, and I'm playing Dinothraka. And when we last left the best, our guild-accredited adventuring party... Oh, um... Well, this is embarrassing. I I seem to have forgotten what happened last time. You guys were definitely in Everwinter. You had passed through Sohili. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You made it to the last gate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Jeez, I seem to have forgotten. I want everyone to roll plus wisdom for me. So when Actually you're in despair, good roll. you roll three dice and you take the lowest two. Is that correct? That okay. is correct, Adam. Oh, too bad oh, wisdom's incredible. my dumpstead. I got a nine. I'm not wise. I got a six. I got a ten. Uh, I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Do I still get to add my modifier? Yeah. I got a four. <laughs> five. Wait. Uh, two plus counts. Three plus two is five. I got a five, guys. <laughs> For oh, wisdom. Yeah. I'm really oh, wise. <laughs> As you'll quickly come to realize you guys are stuck in a time puzzle. This episode doesn't pick back exactly where we last left off. You guys may have done this a few more times. First, Mork gets a grasp of things. It takes you a second, Mork, but then you quickly remember you're back in the last gate and what's going on. For the rest of you, you have this hazy feeling. As you're coming through the cycle again, there's darkness, a gust of wind, light, the sound of explosions, and then a bunch of dwarves welcoming you to the last gate. It takes you a minute to be like, why are we here? What are we doing? But then, after a minute, it all snaps back to you. Welcome to the last gate! 
We know. We know. You guys aren't the king. Shut up! Whoa, whoa, okay, I didn't I didn't mean any offense by that. We were just waiting for the king. We're gonna have this grand parade after he slays the the king of gods. Like I don't we know. I don't please, understand why you're freaking please out. Please stop talking. Please. If you if one more word comes out of your mouth, I I swear I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Wait, he already slayed the king of gods or he's going to slay the king of gods? Well, roughly right now he should be slaying the king of gods. So we don't know if he's coming back yet or not. Well, um, you know, just a little bit ago, a messenger came through, uh, headed straight to President Alistair's to give him the news of the battle. Um, but they didn't tell any of us. I guess it's going to be a big surprise. At the parade. Uh, yeah. And that's... Where the king will be. And that's his house right over on that hill, up on that hill... Yeah, President Alistair's straight back. The most southern house you can see. He's got a really nice place that he's built for himself. And that house is, of course, where the green fire always starts up, right? <laughs> yeah, that's where the explosion starts. Oh, boy. How would you describe this uh, Mr. Alistair? Is he very trustworthy of outsiders? Oh, yeah. I mean, President Alistair's pretty good about it. I mean, we supply a lot of trade to the rest of the Ari. Um, he's a real cordial guy. I really enjoy his wife, too, Vice President Siver. She's wonderful. His wife is also his vice president? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, they work together so well, why wouldn't you pick a vice president that you really trust? No, it's cool. It's a really good definition of a power couple, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> some like a yeah, they really are. power on some, and one of them, uh, uh, I don't know at this point, <laughs> Oh, no, honestly, and then the Warforged Dwarves get into the socioeconomics of The Last Gate, how it's all this very nice, it works like a company, but there's no true hierarchy, he's really just the face of making sure things get done, and then you guys feel the earth shake a little bit once he's done with his description. <laughs> hey, tell right, me. Get your running yeah. shoes on, let's go. <laughs> Have you ever died before? <laughs> uh, uh, um, I want you to roll plus blood for me. <laughs> oh, that's my worst stat. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's six. <laughs> <laughs> there is, like, you ask that question and they all shut up. And they all just have this thousand-yard stare. But then they quickly break out of it and go, I don't- what the fuck are you talking about? Because you're gonna! And then I'm just gonna- <laughs> just gonna point at the fire. I'm assuming it's coming by now. <laughs> yeah, about this time, the explosion starts. Wait, I want to ask them if they can see it. Can they feel the explosion? Yeah, they're freaking the fuck out. Not only oh, is the right, explosion right. happening, but Wilbo just predicted it. <laughs> As he a lot of them it. just start, him. Just, they start surrounding Wilbo. Oh, what? What the fuck? Is this a planned attack? Is this some kind of terrorism? What are you doing? I'll I'll talk to you in like thirty seconds. Just, okay. Just don't open up the damn gate already. <laughs> It's a magic show. It's a magic show. It's okay. <laughs> no, you're gonna. We're all gonna die. It's not okay. I don't know what she's talking about. 
<laughs> As they all just start. <laughs> I want you to roll plus grace for me, Kishan. I'm really digging myself into a hole. Seven. Seven. List uh, of seven. As we go through another montage of all of you dying. Wilbo specifically is too busy at the moment as these Warforged doors are beating the ever-living <laughs> shit out of him as they think he is a terrorist. So I'd like you to take <laughs> damage against your grace for me. I tried helping you! <laughs> but as this is going on, it gives the rest of you a chance to look around, so I'd like all three of you to roll plus sense for Will me. Do. You freaking kidding me? My I rolled two ones. My die fell off the table, which of <laughs> course fail. means that it doesn't count, so I have to roll it again. Oh, yes. I got eight. I, I rolled a four. Thirteen. Oh, boy. <laughs> so both, I'll say both Dinah and Baldrick, you're, you're too concerned about helping Wilbo, who's getting jumped by a bunch of dwarves at the moment. So you rush into the fray to help him out. I know you guys know you're going to die, but you're not going to die while your friend's getting the ever-living shit beat out of them. <laughs> so you hop into that fray. <laughs> Mark, you, you see Dinah and Baldrick as sufficient enough backup, which gives you a second to look around. And as, once again, everything is crumbling around you, the earth is splitting beneath your feet, you look back at the last gate. And as your death gets closer and closer, for a fraction of a second, the earth beneath the gate shifts. And the gate opens up ever so slightly. If you were to rough estimate, you'd say it's probably, you know, thick enough for someone to slip a piece of paper through. And it's at this time that Wilbo, the last thing you remember is a bunch of Warforged dwarves just stomping the life out of your body. <laughs> Dinah, you're impaled by a stalactite that falls through the ground. Aldrich, you fall into the darkness below. And Mork, as you're inspecting this little opening in the gate itself, you're kind of feeling the stone and the metal working together as it all just kind of collapses back on top of you and then everything goes away again there's darkness okay so we don't have to gust of wind fire in order to restart <laughs> then light the sound of explosions and a familiar welcome to the last gate Oh, okay, sorry. We were surprised too. You guys aren't the king. No, I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> Please. Don't mind Wilbo. It's He's okay, just it's okay. Nervous. Just come in. We're about to have a parade, alright? There are silent tears running down my face as I just go, there is no parade. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a bit dour, I mean, I know that messenger came through earlier to tell Prince Alistair about the battle, but... Alright, listen, as, as I think with that said again, Mork kind of like looks at everyone, kind of motions for like a huddle together, kind of motion. I get in that huddle. Uh, huddle up? Uh, look, that, 
explosion always starts at that house where the president is. I think that messenger is bringing some sort of big explosive thing or something up to up to the house where everything is happening. So if we stop that messenger, we stop the explosion. But how do we get there with the riot happening in the middle of the town? We're performers. Let's perform our way through. Oh, so now you want to hinge on the art of theater. But when I said something at the castle, everyone made fun of Wilbo. Uh, we all deeply These regret not doing that before now. <laughs> so I explained these mechanics before air, but our players, that first wisdom roll, determined their starting order for how they're going to s- decide how to solve this puzzle. So currently, Mork, it's your time loop right now. Where do you think he should lead the party? Uh, I think we should make our way over to that to that house to try to stop a messenger. Alright, perfect. As you're heading, running through the town, you do have to run through the town square. You see the riot happening in the town square. Do you do anything about it? Um, I, I, I'd imagine we're probably a couple of cycles in where we have tried to, try to either deal or mess with the riot in some way or another. So I think at this point, Mork is just kind of pushing pushing through people to make a path for uh, the rest of the best. <laughs> All right, as Mork is being the, 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 what are the specific, the, like, the, the icebreaker ships? Oh, Do those yeah. have a specific oh, term? damn. I literally yeah, think it's called an icebreaker <laughs> ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mork is being the icebreaker ship going through this riot, and eventually I'll have, are you trying to stay away from the legends? Specifically, or are you just trying to get the fastest way through the crowd? I think they're just going to try to kill us again right now, so I think think we're just going to try to avoid them. (laughs) Okay, then I'm going to have you roll plus grace for me. Uh Uh-oh. All right. (laughs) Oh, no. I got a three on that. We uh, all right. So I was having you do like a modified getaway roll. Yeah. Not good. As nope. you're barreling through all of these people, you eventually push someone out of the way, and they hit the ground with a pretty solid thud. You probably glance over, and you see a teenage boy with a mop of blondish hair look up to you oh, uh, with his glasses. It's the gauntlet <laughs> kid, right? <laughs> yep, it's Ezra. I slammed right into him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking pounced him out of the way oh, as he hits the ground. <laughs> you actually do make it through the, the rest of the way through the crowd, but the second you hit clear air, there's a quick thwip and then there's a giant chakram standing in all four of your ways. Oh, hell. Not again. <laughs> the chakram whips back to Kiana, who's on your right side. And then you hear a, a, a sheen as Tarek is encroaching on your left side to cut you all off. 
It seems that things got a little raucous there, and one of our teammates got hurt. Uh, I apologize for that. Um, very sorry. Won't happen again, probably. Uh, we have urgent business at the <laughs> president's house. We must go there now. <laughs> As you try to rush forward, you feel two firm hands on your chest, Mork as both Kiana and Tarek are blocking your way. Oh, we have specific orders to guard President Alistair's house during this time. Even from messengers? Are you the messenger? Yes. <laughs> About as quick, quizzically as that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, of course, the guild would send out a little party, I see, to make sure that the word got away, so tell me. How did King Garen fare? He... died. Tarek and Kiana smile. Kiana's hand leaves your chest as Tarek kind of taps you almost too playfully. That old git, of course, of course. For some reason, this conversation is really weighing on you, Baldric. You feel like really heavy in the chest at these mentions. Like, specifically, like, in the center. It's, like, nothing about your lungs or your heart. But if something were resting upon it, it felt heavy. It's, it's my necklace. <laughs> Alright, then. Uh, carry forward. And as you break away from the two, you hear a call from over your shoulders. Oh, by the way, adventurers! Please, if I could get your names. So if we ever meet along the Ari, I could... Thank you, personally. <laughs> well, we're the best. Guild number... Uh... 28. Okay. I want you to roll plus... Um... Uh, I'm gonna go with courage. Oh no. Since uh, you're, you're kind of trying to keep them busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've still got despair in that, so let's go. Okay. Well... I got a seven. Okay, with a seven, they look at each other, both Kiana and Tarek. And they nod, and like, Ah, wonderful. A new troop, a new adventuring party. You must have been newly minted. Very happy for you. And your names? As they begin approaching you again, uh, kind of forcing you all to stop walking. Uh, Wilbo! <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Dork. <laughs> Dinothraka. Vulture. Wonderful. I am Tarek of the Legends, you may already know. Oh, yes, yes. And this fine specimen here is Kiana. And then, oof, I guess we, as Tarek kind of looks at the brawling that is still continually going on, and I guess our friend that you accidentally harmed was Ezreal. Uh, Y'all should probably do something about that. I mean, we've got an important we got that important message to get up there and all. Yes, yes, of course. I fin one final question. I apologize. Could you please tell us how our other teammate Jace is doing? I'm sure you must have met him right outside of the gate before you got here. He was getting some supplies from the nearby town of Swahili. And then he said he would meet us here at the gate. Oh, we did see, um... I did say Jace. He is a, um, seemed to be a- He was looking for you. 
Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, I guess he could have just come into the gate. Why didn't he come into the gate with you all? Uh, he had all the supplies he was lugging. Um, uh, we, we were, we were on, we, we were, we were riding through, ooh, ooh, without as much encumbrance and all of that. Huh. Understandable. All right, my friends. Well, we'll go take care of this, and you go get the good word to President Alistair. Uh, of course we will, of course. As they break away to go finish off the brawl, make sure that stops, and see how Ezreal's doing. All right. You'll be fine one way or another. <laughs> you finally make it further in the town than you ever have, as you're approaching the President's house, which is in the, the southernmost portion of the last gate technically northward but you're in a mountain as you come upon this large structure that the prison has housed for himself you get to the large drawing double doors of his house i knock on the door (laughs) you knock at the door and you can hear noise coming from within the house it sounds a little chaotic and then a little quieted down and you feel someone, you can hear the footsteps of someone approaching the door from the other side, but it's at this time that something whizzes by your heads. Um, <laughs> actually whizzes all over Wilbo, Dinah, and Baldrick's head, and just misses <laughs> more completely, but you guys are all next to each other, so it goes over your heads. As a bolt of arcane lightning whizzes through, and then hits the door, l- leaving a burn mark right on the door itself. Can we look in the direction that the shot yeah, came you, from? you t- turn around as you hear a voice. I, I can't let you go any further. You turn around and you see Ezreal of the Legends pointing his gauntlet at you like a finger gun. As you can still see the electric arcane energy brimming off it itself. Oh, damn, that's cool. Why can't we go any further? I don't know what will happen, alright? You get a closer look at Ezreal, and you'll remember from quite a few cycles ago, the one time you gave him a migraine, he seems to have that same migraine again. Eyes very bloodshot, hair disheveled. Uh, He's got a very cold sweat about him. Look, mates, we don't don't know how long we're going to be stuck here. We're trying to get to. We're just trying to get to the bottom of this. Do do do. Uh, do you know how long this has been going on? Yeah. Hundred years. What do you think will happen? As he motions to the valley before you of the last gate. What'll happen to all these people? I don't know. Okay. Help! Help! They'll they'll all die here. Find peace. Was. What you were saying about Jace, true? Is he okay? Is he still alive? He's alive. He's just been mm-hmm. wandering outside. He's waiting for you all. I think. Bastard. Always waiting for me. Look, Ezreal, look, we need to get to the bottom of this. If this isn't what was going to happen, if you didn't want this to ha- this going on, then why did you get this paper out paper out of the gate? <laughs> As he holds out the uh, the guild the guild mission paper again. 
Yeah, Ezreal takes it, and then he has another big stroke of the migraine as the memories start flooding back. We... we needed help. I... we had been there here for so long, I... every loop I forgot more and more until... this is just where we were, where we lived. This was... our life. It wasn't until you all came and brushed into us that I remembered anything. Do your friends know anything? Are they still just stuck in this loop? Oh, no. They're they're honestly dumb as rocks. <laughs> I don't seem to remember anything, and any time I try to, Tarek just laughs it off, and Kiana's too stoic for it. I don't... I don't... I don't want to die. You aren't living, mate. Roll plus wisdom for me, Mark. Will do. Damn, I got a six on that. Oh, big rough. Yeah. As yeah, so I was having you finish them to show them the error of their ways. Oh, dang. But I guess your your really cool line, Logan, gets misinterpreted by Ezreal as he picks back up his gauntlet. Pointing his finger gun at you, cupping his hand, his other hand, and pointing it at you all. I can't let you do this. I'm gonna have you all roll plus grace for me as he fires off a bullet. Oh, Oops. Bulls are feasting. I only got a five with that. Sorry, I forgot. If it's. Uh, has an X on it, like it's damaged, you roll three yeah. and take the two lowest. Yep, that's correct. Okay. Uh, I got a nine. Okay. I got a seven. So, both both Baldrick and Wilbo just dive out of the way spectacularly. <laughs> and I think Dinah's about to get struck, in which you see a large leg step in front of you to block your way as Mork takes the shot for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and as this arcane energy shoots through your body, uh, oh. electrifying every neuron that you have, I'm gonna have you take damage to your wisdom. Ooh-wee. Right, so how do you guys want to pacify Ezreal? Is Ezreal wearing armor, like, any armor? I would say, actually, Ezreal is the least armored out of the Legends. Hmm. I'd say he's in kind of, like, adventurer's gear. You can tell, okay. like, from his stature and demeanor that he's more, like, the bookkeeper of the group than anything. Huh. In that case, I say we mage. kick him in the taint. <laughs> Stop with your violence! <laughs> and we take our foot and we just plant it verbally in their taint. No, we need emotion. <laughs> we need emotion for this. Uh, you know how much emotion it's gonna invoke when you kick somebody in the taint? <laughs> They're upset. I'm ecstatic. Okay? That's two emotions already. It's like you've forgotten what his friend with her killer hoops. Okay? She's gonna murder you. We're gonna die anyway. We might as well kick someone to the taint first. <laughs> okay, but you sustain your damage every time the loop goes. So, like, you need to chill. You already got your ass kicked by some dwarves. Like, you need to chill. <laughs> there, was like, there was like 15 of them. Alright? There's only one of this of this person, okay? One person, and I got two feet, and they only got one taint, so do the numbers on that one. <laughs> Drop no. kick him in the taint. No. <laughs> I 
can't wait till it's your turn to leave. <laughs> We're gonna die before we even leave the gate. <laughs> it might as well have been my turn to leave when I got beaten up by all those dwarves. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're good. Oh. No, we, good we've, filler. we have a good plan. It's perfect. All right. <laughs> no, don't listen to Will, though. <laughs> so how do you all wish to pacify Ezreal I I want to show him the photo I agree I agree that I I, not to show it I want to I want to give him the photo that sounds like a good plan (laughs) all right as Ezreal is firing off a flurry of arcane energy towards all of you Baldrick you scuttle around dodging under them and around zigzagging, attempting to (laughs) dodge every single blast and come up to Ezreal. There's this really nice picture where (laughs) Baldrick, not really sensing the danger, you go right up to the finger of the gauntlets as he's preparing another blast. He's got them like pointed directly at your head as you kind of reach around his arms to show the photo of the legends as... There's a little wobble in the gauntlet that you can hear. And then he pulls away and grabs the photo from you. He looks at the photo so fondly. As he struggles again. Remembering a hundred years of memories. A hundred years of this loop. All the times him and his friends have died over and over again. And that the person he loves most is outside of this gate, suffering without them. Oof. I, tears falling from his face. I can't. What, what, what makes you any better? What are you going to do when you solve this? What makes you worthy? I think I say, because he's, I'm standing directly in front of him, right? Like he's. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Okay. Great, 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 great. I think with, with damaged. Uh, courage and and wisdom. Mork is just kind of dumbfounded at that at the moment. <laughs> I say, we just care, and I think I give him a hug. Roll plus talking sense to Ezreal right now is the basic move you're using, and that yeah, one talks. splits off. So I'm gonna have you roll plus wisdom because you're appealing to their emotions or their desires. That's an eight. Did you, did you have... Despair. That wasn't, you haven't taken, you took despair on that one? Yeah. I really like the move, so I'm going to give you um, hope, and so it's, it's going to just... cancel it out. Okay. So, ignore so, the lowest die. It only, it goes up by one then, so it's a nine. Okay. With a nine, you feel the trembles throughout Ezreal's entire being. This is... The most stretched a person can be in this moment. Physically, mentally, emotionally. They curl up into the crook of your neck uh, and wrap their arms around you. You feel the clink of the gauntlet as it hits your armor. As he just sobs gently into you, Baldric. I'm so sorry. I Please. End this. So my friends can know peace. And when you get out there, please, please tell Jace I love him. Absolutely. And you guys 
embrace in this earth-shattering moment. <laughs> no, wait. It's literally earth-shattering as you feel a rumble beneath you. No! <laughs> as you're the closest you've ever been to the explosion. It shakes all of you, forcing you down to the ground as you hear the machinations below you. As now that you've gotten much closer to it, you can hear that it's it's not a traditional explosion. You feel the f you hear the force of the flame moving through the house as you watch it. Blows out all the windows of the house first, and then essentially the structure right after. We'll say, you know, both both Baldrick and Ezreal get impaled by the same support beam of, of the house, you know? Let's see. Shards of glass just shred away Mork. The 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 initial fire just kind of blows away Wilbo just kind of like uh, the end of Indiana Jones, the first one, just like he opened up the ark. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and, and Dinah, you're, you're, with your weak legs, you're unable to hold ground as you're blown so far away by the blast that by the time you land and hit ground, you, you die from blunt force trauma. <laughs> and there's darkness once again. Wow. We cut back to the the troubling sea, as we see a familiar boat, and the king of gods, Cain, and the queen of the Idenian kinglands, Queen Celestia, still caught up in their conversation, overlooking an armada of ships that are edging closer and closer to the free marches. It's not guaranteed that everyone from my realm is gifted with such potent magic. As far as we knew, I was the only one that showed such skill. The nightfall I discovered my abilities was the same night we buried Cassandra. My mother tried to convince me that it wasn't my fault. But deep down, I knew what I was doing. Cassandra was always so bitterly jealous of my abilities. She was the eldest, and she showed no capacity for magic. Second, I mentioned my power at the ball I held. We must have all come rushing back to her. I want you to know I wasn't the one who killed her. She took her own life. And you are unaware if your younger siblings possess the same power as you? Dinah and Baldrick were much too young at the time. Our mother attempted to spare them the same cruel fate that befell Cassandra. The same fate that would befall her. They escaped with their lives, but nature must have had other plans. So, I thank you for bringing my siblings back to me. I thank you for giving me another chance to finish what I started. If I am to be an outsider to these lands, I will rule with impunity, without contest from any of my siblings. Eventually, the ships arrive at the free marches and begin docking. Warrior upon warrior rushing into the lands. Cain calls out, All right, guild! 
I know we just ran this exercise against that army of adventurers, but let's do this one with gusto. We have a message to send. There's darkness, a gust of wind, light, the sound of explosions. Welcome to the last gate! Gosh dang it. Get off myself. As Dinah, you're in charge of this run. Oh, you guys aren't King Gare. <laughs> no. No, we are. Just tell him ourselves that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna be like, no, yeah, we know, and then just turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have our memories come back? Do we kind of remember last time? It's it's a little bit slower each time, but it takes you a minute, and then you're back. Okay. Alright, I think we gotta find... Uh, oh, what's his name? Alistair? No, Gauntlet. <laughs> Ezreal? I think we just need to go find... Alistair. No, I just did it again. Ezreal, Ezreal, we need to go find Ezreal. <laughs> Alright, you rush into the town square and you see the riot breaking out and you can visibly see the, the legends handling things and then you're able to find Ezreal amongst the battle. So I want to get the picture from... Oh wait, do we still have the picture? Do you have it on you still? Yeah. Uh, Baldrick. Uh, so I want to take the picture from Baldrick and I just want to be like, like, uh, like, Ezreal! And like, just get his attention. <laughs> <laughs> Ezreal stops what he's doing in the middle of the, 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 the raucous as he sees the picture that you have and he looks at all the faces on the picture and he gets the migraine again as he yells out in the middle of the battle and it kind of stops the riot in total as he screams oh, out in anguish and people just stop as... You hear a familiar whoosh as a chakram <laughs> rushes directly by Edina. Always with the chakrams these days. <laughs> as you see Kiana, she steps through it this time to approach you and then leaves it on her shoulder as she comes up. I'm so sorry, but what is this? What are you doing? What did you do to my friend? No, I need to talk to him. There's something crazy going on, and he knows what's going on, and we need to stop it. He'll know what I'm talking about. I just need to talk to him. Kiana looks over to her shoulder to see Ezreal just kind of curled up on the ground right now, uh, sobbing with the pain of all the memories rushing to him. She does a cool shoulder roll and moves the chakram from around her side to free it up and put it, like, directly in front of you. And then she turns it sideways so the blade is facing towards you instead of just the ring itself. If you have anything you need to say to Ezreal, you can say it to me. It's about your friend Jace. We have to save him. What's... What's the matter with Jace? Jace is stuck on the outside while we're all stuck in here in this, like, crazy time loop. But he's waiting for you. It's been, like, a hundred years. You've been reliving this day every day. And I promise you Ezreal knows. The pain he's going through is all of the memories coming back. I want you to roll plus wisdom for me, <laughs> <Okay>. Dinah. <laughs> come on, come on. Straightforward and to Ten. the point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's just all go. Right. We need as much time as we can get. <laughs> With a ten, you can see Kiana considering your words for a bit. You see her kind of twitch a little bit. 
as she feels like she's struggling with something in her head, like someone doing a hard math problem. As she just says, apropos of nothing, Dinah. We didn't introduce ourselves. Nope. Yes, that's right. That's my name, Dinah. I haven't introduced myself, but you know that. Because we met before. <sighs> but you're... You're in league with King Garen. No, we're not. King Garen's dead. As Kiana feels a large mitt upon her shoulder, as Tarek has now approached you all. Ahaha! Well, if that isn't fine news, the king himself, finally bested by his own plans, should have listened to the guild. Now, I apologize here for my hasty friend she likes to stick up for, people she cares about. I see you all must be, um, guild adventuring party? Yes. You're the messengers, correct, that were sent by the guild to tell us all of the battle. Yes, correct. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. All right, we'll uh, take care of our friend Ezreal here. But what was all that, that nonsense about the one hundred years and the time loop? Uh, I'll I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Ezreal will explain way better. Trust me. <laughs> as <laughs> Tarek, they laugh as well as they approach you, Dinah. And they drop down a little bit in their dress-like armor. I think you could start telling me now. Okay. Alright, we're going straight forward here. So basically, we get this message. We come here. There's a gate. We come through, and all of a sudden, we live this crazy day. You guys have kicked our asses a couple times now. And... (laughs) And uh, then there's a big explosion, everything blows up, and then we wake up in front of the gate again and it all restarts. So that that is happening right now. We keep living this day over and over and over again. I'm sure you have some migraines, maybe some aches that continually hurt. It's probably from that. And essentially your friend Jace is waiting outside. He's been waiting and we've got to break this loop so that you all can be free. I'm going to have you roll to finish them. I'm going to have you roll plus grace for me. Oh, not grace. Okay. Come on. My heart rate is going. An eight. Unfortunately, what Ezreal said earlier was quite true. And Tarek is thick, both in body and in mind. I... I will not fall for any of this foolishness. Alright, if you supported the king, you could have just said that to me. I think we're all equal members of the guild, whether where our allegiances lie. Alright, but all of these lies, whatever you did to my friend as he points to Ezreal, I will not stand for that. As he takes up arms against you, you guys go through a familiar battle, and then you feel a rumbling. As the last gate explodes. Uh. Darkness, gust of wind, light. Explosions. Welcome to the last gate. Just gonna punch that. <laughs> <laughs> you come out swinging, Miss Luke. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. 
Fucking X gonna give it to you and starts playing <laughs> in the background. We tried straightforward. <laughs> Alright, Baldrick, it's your turn. Great. Incredible. Okay. Um wait, so did that just happen? Or do I get do I get the hello again? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it depends on how much Dinah really wants to punch out these dwarves. No, no, I'm not punching anyone. This shit out of of them. I assume that I've already done that in one of the past ones attempts, so. Great. Um, Okay. So it's a fresh one. Welcome to the last gate. Oh, you're not King Garen. No, we're not the king. We are early to celebrate the parade. Excuse us. Uh, and, and Oh, that's wonderful! They immediately park. <laughs> <laughs> we, we walk through. <laughs> or I walk you through. Walk you guys, I, through. I, yeah, you... this, we're going. <laughs> Where are y'all heading? Uh, I, I want to, to head uh, towards the town square. Alright, you head to the town square. Yeah. Uh, I think... I think we, uh, I, I like, I liked that we should just keep walking. Like, we should just keep trying to get up to yep, the house. You, you head straight through the riot itself. Luckily, through a couple of loops of this, Mork knows the perfect way to cut through the riot itself to ignore the legends nice. fully. Nice. So you, you make it through unscathed. Great. <laughs> There's even, you know, a montage of how, like, nearly every step in the riot Baldrick gets hit with a brick. <laughs> so it's you guys learning over and over again where not to get hit with a brick. Love it. I imagine they're just like flying You head through and, and like you've made it out of the town square and up the hill to President Alistair's house. Can we look closely, collectively, to see if there is, a, is some way around this house in the house that's not the front door? Yeah, go ahead and roll plus sense for me. All of us are just Baldrick. Yeah, Baldrick wants you all to look so you can pull. Oh, okay. Uh, sense. <laughs> okay. I got a twelve. I <laughs> <laughs> maybe you all don't need to roll. Uh, that. Yeah, no, it's better than <laughs> mine. Yeah, better than that's mine. For sure. <laughs> Baldrick, something compels you to just knock on the door once more. But it's a very specific knock. It's not what you'd usually use to knock. It seems a sequence. It comes... I don't know. It comes from your chest or something. As I think I'm instinctively <laughs> touching it with my left hand as I'm knocking with my right. Yeah. And then you hear a speed of feet rush to the door with expediency as the door is pushed open. And you see this elven woman with long curly black hair and she looks at you and she looks a mess please please come in come in no questions come i i walk through the door yep i, I think we all follow through <laughs> i'm going i'm here what, let's what else go can we all blow up <laughs> <laughs> you enter as she's pacing around in the foyer please please tell me that you're here to help yes this is all I need from you. What, um... Sorry, please tell me that you also have it. Please tell me that you have it. We have it. How do, how do we help you with it? Alright, and she goes through, 
and she goes through the, the large expanse of house as you speed through the dining room, all the back rooms, the playrooms. You eventually lead to a set of stairs that lead down through the house itself, and she navigates you through a dungeon that if you guys were faster, you probably would have gotten to you. <laughs> but for the sake of time, she just gives you all the answers to the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> As you head through, (laughs) you get through to a stone passageway with a nice stone marker embossing the plate that is blocking off the archway itself, acting as a door. And she goes, every time I get close, it happens, so it's really up to you from here on out. I take my necklace off. Are you just going to wait there? Uh, Please. Okay. Uh, wait, well, so you said this is what? It's, it's engraved? <laughs> or it's got like... Yeah, it's like, it's an engraved, almost like a Celtic rune itself. It's just got like lines going through it in a very, you know, square pattern throughout. It just seems like very unbecoming of the dungeon itself. It seems like the final door. Okay, I like, I take my necklace off and I hold it in my hand and I touch the wall. You touch the wall and it begins shaking. And Vice President Severick goes like, oh, fuck, all right, perfect, wonderful, I hope you can do this. And she runs off to the other side of the dungeon to get away. What else is supposed to happen? (laughs) What did your locket do? (laughs) As the door shakes, coming down, you hear the rumbling as it's pushing itself into the floor itself. You guys are hit with a wave of magic. It pulsates directly through your body. The green flames that you had seen earlier, more of a fog or smoke seeps out of the doorway as it opens and pushes through you almost physically. Not that, like, smoke normally has weight, but as this comes through, you feel it. It's heavy. The magic is thick in this room. Extra thick. (laughs) (laughs) Two C's. (laughs) As you enter in, you're obviously in some kind of seance room, uh, some kind of altar. There's an affair happening here, specifically as towers alight, you see green flames. The first thing that strikes you is about 20 feet in the air is this massive ball of green energy, almost amoeba in shape moving fluidly, just sitting in the middle of the air. Almost with a rush of wind around it, trying to encompass it. Below it, you see a man, super fucking jacked. This dude is just absolutely built. Uh, He's in like a nice suit and everything. Just obviously the President Alistair himself, as he looks over to all of you. (laughs) Oh, fucking finally, think. God, please tell me that you have it. We have it. As you all kind of enter the room, amazed by what happens, everyone's kind of getting a general sense of what's going on, looking around the room itself. Everyone's in front of you, Baldrick, and then you feel a hand on your shoulder from behind. I look to see where the hand is coming from. (laughs) You turn your head to follow the length of the arm, and then you hear a voice 
And it doesn't sound like you would expect, actually. He goes, Thank you so much. I've got it from here. As the hand leaves your shoulder and someone walks in front of you with very visible footsteps. It's a man, you know, six feet in height. Very well built. He's got bright auburn hair. And nothing weird about him, not like his eyes are moving or multiple halos or a ring of flesh that encompasses around his body. <laughs> but you can tell that he has like the same garb as the angel you've been seeing. As he heads over and instinctively you go to grab the necklace, Baldric, it's not there. As this man has the necklace in his hand and President Alistair and King Garen have an exchange. I'm, uh, I'm so sorry to hear of your loss, my leash. I did my best to prepare the spell to set everything in order just like you liked. As King Garen nods and smiles and goes, This magic has always been much more powerful than you could even handle. I'm sorry that I even led you to this, but it's okay they came through. As he lifts up the locket itself, and it floats into the green magical orb in the center. As Alistair breaks away from the magic in a shock as he stops uh, encanting with it, and King Garen takes it over himself. And as he's working on the spell, he kind of cocks his head around the side to the rest of you and goes, I'm sure you have many questions, and now may be your only time to ask them, so please, if you would hurry. What's the green ball? Good question, good question. (laughs) (laughs) Ever inquisitive, you're you're just like your mother. As King Garen goes to explain, it's, it's magic from your realm. It's a time spell. My realm? Yes, you you know you're not from here, right? Well, I always assumed, but like, you know? <laughs> As he, he chuckles a little bit, kind of being displaced from time and everything, he has a lot more knowledge than you could even imagine. Yes, yes, I, I do know, and um, I guess both of you know, correct? As he cocks his head even further around his shoulder to show that he's looking at both Dinah and Baldrick. We're both from the same room. Oh, and to be specific, the same woman. What? I... Uh... I think I I take out the half of my map from the very first very first time that we met. And I just kind of like stare at it. And then I stare at I'm going to take the other and half I... and put it with your half. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very touching moment, and I know what you're going through. But it is just two halves of the same map. Like, it doesn't mean anything, really. But it's a very sweet moment. Like... What was that map of? Wasn't it just leading us to the, <laughs> the fucking dungeon? It was for our scrapbooks. Your first it's for our scrapbooks. Yeah, it's for our scrapbooks. <laughs> As you guys finally get an answer to why both Baldrick and Dinah have been so intertwined with their feelings, their emotions, and their decisions. 
Did our mother like the scrapbook? <laughs> she was quite fond of it. I knew it. Yes. I knew it. She was the one who taught me all this as he's continuing to encamp a spell, but still points around to the giant time orb. Do we have any other siblings? Yes, I... If I remember correctly, there are five of you in total. Five? Yes, you have... Three older sisters. Um, if I remember the names, God, it's been some time since I've been free. Uh, Celestia, Lysandra, and Cassandra. That's that's the Ardenian queen. All those folks, which makes the two of you knobs, then, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I I see that I see that Celestia might have really gotten into her own ego. She's gonna kill us like she did Lysandra. Wait, we don't know she's dead. I mean, she's gonna probably kill us. Because she probably wanted to kill Lysandra. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm sure that you are all more than ready for it. Trust me. How did you come out of Baldrick? Because you just kind of showed up. <laughs> yeah, can, As can I do that too? the spell is kind of wrapping up, the orb is getting smaller and smaller during this conversation. Eventually the orb is kind of this green, but still clear, transparent, very spherical ball. Then there's light within the ball, and then the ball is clear again, and the locket is gone. I just had to make sure it went somewhere safe. I didn't know how the battle against Cain would go. I didn't know what the people would think of me. And it's obvious that they've gotten rid of a lot of my history. I am King Garen, but I would soon become the Lich King. Disparaged by all of history. I made sure to make this spell, this time loop, to make sure that only the worthy would find this locket. Where I had President Alistair store my energy. As President Alistair's just like stooped up against the wall. He's tired. He's been doing this for a century trying to maintain the spell and not and it not working. He goes, yeah, fucking sucks. <laughs> As the locket is now gone, Baldrick, you kind of look around your chest. The locket isn't there. You rummage through your things to go back to the the first notebook in which you found the locket. And there it is. And the loop is complete. You brought me to where I needed to go. You gave me enough power. So what's going to happen to everyone in the loop? As King Garen kind of looks down and over at President Alistair. President Alistair just kind of breathes a heavy sigh. We'll just see how it goes. A century of time will fly by in an instant, I'm sure, and we'll see if this place still remains. I want to thank you, though, personally, as president of the Last Gate. This has been awful for everyone involved, and you're bringing us a semblance of peace. Yeah, it has been awful. I got beat by 15 dwarves. Did we ever catch Kane's name when we first met him? Or, or, or do, we, do we know who he's talking about with that? 
No, and I was just about to say he's going to come in and describe a lot of exposition you'll need for the final ah, episode. Damn. Sorry. This is the general background. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. He, he launches into a cutscene, uh, essentially describing everything. A yeah, hundred years ago, the gods kind of ruled the lands, pretending to be monsters. King Garen was uh, a king and a wonderful warrior who eventually had this council that came up to him to be like, hey, let's be your council. Let's all make decisions together. Uh, this would later become the guild, as King Garen eventually learned that the guild were these gods that had created the Ari, essentially, to be their toy when these other realms existed in the lands. So you guys are even told that the place you've known as home, the Grand Continent of the Ari, is just some small island off of another actual island. He details about how one day a vessel came over from the real island of Derringer, which is the main continent of this world, and this vessel held Baldric and Dinah's mom. She was an explorer who came to this land. There she taught him magic, and that there was more out there. So to free the people of the Ari... King Garen challenged the King of the Gods, Cain, to a duel. He didn't win, he set up this contingency plan that led you all to him. As he explains that there's only one way for this all to end. You need to defeat the monsters I could not. Free the people of the Ari. And then maybe one day you can make it back to Derringer. Your home. Our home. As he's generally motioning at the Ari itself. Let's go kill some gods! Yahoo! <laughs> no, no gods, no masters. Fuck yeah! <laughs> as you watch as the, the clear magical ball eventually evaporates, King Garen looks at it and looks at all of you. It seems our time has come to an end here. I trust in all of you in this next endeavor, and I wish you all the best luck. As the orb itself flies into King Garen, and then you watch as his hair quickly falls out and is replaced with a head of flame, as two rings of light encircle and become a halos above his head. His eyes begin moving around until all you see is motion. And he smiles at you with a mouth that has too many teeth. I'm here for you. And then the torches that stand up, uh, around the pillars of this parapet go out and there's darkness. And then they quickly kick back on as you guys feel a rumbling. Yeah, can I say something? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I wanted to say, um, so not to freak anybody out, but uh, th that that thing and I, we've been like talking for the last couple weeks. Well, not really talking. He's just kind of been showing up and smiling. Nice guy. Dude, scary as shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't tell us about this? Okay. As you're all talking about this, a century's worth of time happens all at once now as the time loop is broken as you guys feel the structure of the house begin to shake 
and you feel a very familiar shaking of the ground as you are stuck in this room alone. Alone? You know what comes next. It's darkness. And this time, there isn't a time loop to save you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I'm just turned up and run. <laughs> Again. Wilbo <laughs> <laughs> begins running, and as he's out of the room, President Alistair begins standing up uh, with a little bit of a a little bit strenuously as arthritis is starting to take hold of his body as a hundred years is starting to hit him. And he goes, Oof, alright, I've got a secret entrance. Or entrance <laughs> from my place that'll take you straight to the top of the mountain that encompasses the last gate. If you all would follow me, I could take you there. Should we get Wilbo? Hey, Wilbo! Oh, oh, get your ass back here! Back. <laughs> I didn't go far because my legs are short. <laughs> Got a secret passage. <laughs> Prison Alistair presses a specific stone that lines the walls, and another door drops down. And you guys head through the set of stairs and winding hallways. Eventually, President Alistair can only follow you so far. As you turn back around once, it's almost like he's turned into a pillar of salt. <laughs> but before he does that, he says, I believe in you the best. You can do this. If King Garen trusts you, then so does the rest of the last gate. As you continue through, it's kind of self-explanatory of the way to get out. As you eventually reach this overhang towards the top of the mountain, where there's a tunnel essentially from the secret passage but you can see there is it's kind of built into the cliff set itself so you can see back into the rest of the last gate as you kind of watch as the century rolls by on the city itself you know there's a lot of overgrowth a lot of structures just falling apart a lot of erosion in the rocks around it uh, so, so there is still a lot of rocks falling a lot of earthquakes are going on as you get this glint of hope, as you can still see people in the last gate. They're struggling, but you think, you know, it's a high fantasy setting. Most people do live past 100 in this world. Mm. So you, you get the sense that, you know, life at the last gate will move on. Aww. And then you guys eventually make it to the top of this mountain. There's a nice plateau that you get let out to, where you see actually a tent set up. And a fireplace. And then a figure opens the flap of the tent. And they stand up relatively tall in length. A uh, long, bushy, and nappy beard peeking through. As they drag something out of their tent. And you hear it scrape against the rock itself. As they use this war hammer to help s stand up themselves. You see the Wanderer, Jace. Jace. I was just going to ask about him. <laughs> Hi, Jace. And I want to run and give him a hug. <laughs> you go and give him a hug. And he struggles a little because it's the first time he's felt human touch in a century. <laughs> oh. God. Uh, thank you, I guess. Did you... Did you do it? I think so, Yes. <laughs> Took some time. <laughs> Did you put them at peace? Mm-hmm. As 
Jace kneels back down to you, Dinah. Was he okay? Yes, and he wanted us to tell you that he loves you. He bows his head down as you watch tears fall to the stone beneath. He looks back up with you with this, you know, very cheery, plump smile. For a man who's been foraging around Everwinter for quite some time, he's, he's kind of kind of thick still. I'm glad, and I'm indebted to all of you for doing what I could not. After I had gone for supplies in Swahili, by the time I got to the last gate, I ran into a bit of trouble some bandits. It took me a couple days to deal with them, but once I got to the last gate, my party did not come back. It was supposed to be a quick, quick day's mission, and they couldn't get through. And then I got the note. That SOS. I had gotten it back to the guild, hoping that they would quickly take charge of the situation, but... I never heard anything back. I do not believe the guild to have our best interest in mind. It's all rotten, Chase. It always. As you guys have gained a bond with the last gate for this mission, Jace is joining your party. Damn. Yes, I was hoping so. <laughs> yes. I was gonna ask him if he'd come with us, but he's kind of old. I don't know. Oh, he's he's still got it. You'll see. But as you're enjoying the the company of Jace, and the reason he just so steadfastly joins your party, as you guys finally get a, a taste of fresh air, and you're looking out at the night sky, except it's pretty well illuminated for the night sky. You guys are upon this mountain, and you can see clearly across the troubling sea as this illumination is burning red. You guys look out across the troubling sea, and the nearest continent, the Free Marches, is completely engulfed in flames. And that's where we'll end this session for today! Yeah. <laughs> Alright! Damn! Good episode! Yeah, Mork's Homeland's on fire! Good place yeah. to end! <laughs> Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.